0: Good evening guys, welcome to another episode of your favourite football show This is the Chris and Josh football show Hey Josh, how's it going?
1: Doing well, nice to catch up once again, hope you had a great week Yeah man, it's happy. always good to be here okay. Alright cool Josh, how's your week been Josh? It's been good, it's been good um, Enjoy the midweek games too and um, work also, but all good, all good Okay,
0: nice. Yeah. So thanks again listeners for joining us today. And um, just to quickly go through the guide for today, we'll be reviewing we we'll review the games from last week. That's game week three, then we'll quickly preview the upcoming games from this weekend and we'll just like talk more on the on like your fantasy Premier League transfers and who to like choose as your captain, like what we think and also but like I said earlier, we are happy you guys are listening to our show feel free to like leave comments and like suggestions on like what we can do to improve the show and also um you can subscribe using the app app or podcast application that you use for listening to our show thanks again so very quick josh let's quickly go over the games from last week we'll start with the brighton manu game um it's (laughs) yeah i think it's an interesting game because Actually, that was the first time I've seen a situation where. Like, Same a,
1: with me. <laughs>
0: exactly. Who <laughs> was called after the fool we saw had gone
1: earlier? <laughs> I never I thought it was possible, but. Okay. Yeah. I guess the technology now in football, we are seeing yeah. more and more things.
0: Yeah. Nice. You know, what did you think about the game in general? Did you see the game?
1: Did yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the game and. I honestly felt the draw was the fair result. Yeah. Um, of course, before the game, I thought Man, we were going to win it. But during the course of the game, I think it was a fair result. And I'm sure the Brighton players must have felt devastated with the way they ended up losing the game. Yeah. And again, especially because as I, when the penalty even happened, so I think it was five minutes additional time. Yeah. And that happened in like in ninety seventh I mean, minutes yeah. because um, Brighton also scored in the additional time. So, I think it was a sad one but I think Manu were, were lucky. But again, this stage of the season you just need to get your three points and mm-hmm. before so. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I totally agree with you because as a Manu fan watching that game I was like, I was so frustrated. I feel that's kind of one of the worst games we've played in recent times. Like, we were really poor and it was just like kind of it was painful to watch or stressful emotionally stressful to see that game <laughs> yeah because <I> can <laughs> yeah Bright- brighton like had very like I think they hit the crossbar five times like you said they yes. yeah they deserve to win the game not like even draw they deserve to actually win the game the fact that we won that game is still kind of like it's just a huge luck to Man you so I felt that was a game that Brighton should have won but like you said um, it's it's very important when you get three points you just take that because games like that will happen but if you end up getting three points for that kind of game then that's just like a big a huge luck on, on for Man U but, yeah but um, overall it was um, I'm trying to remember how good it goes for Man U. I think okay yeah Rashford actually got a good goal that was the second goal then though it's like there was a deflection in the final, but, but it was a very good goal, the work he put in to like get through some of the defenders. Then um, Bruno got the last goal and I think okay, the first goal was an own goal after Harry yeah, Maguire yeah, yeah. tried to like hit the ball. Okay, nice. So we'll go over to the second game here. That was Everton Crystal um, Palace. Everton continued a fine form so far this season and Dominic Carvalowin also scored in that game, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's on top form this season. Yeah. Um I think that's I wasn't surprised when he got the his first follow-up to the England English national team. Yeah. Um and again I think it's also because uh I think he's flourishing more because of course everton as a team have also developed a lot in terms of Ancelotti changing the whole midfield. So he's getting more and more chances. He's getting his type of chances because um, Kavad lewin is a like he's a very smart um, striker. and A lot of his goals are based on his position because he likes a lot of tappings okay, and one touch. running of defenders. Yeah. So and of course with the addition of um, James, um and then um, of course with the likes of Dukure and um, Alan. Who can, who has, who have also helped Richarlison to also push forward. So I think he's getting a whole like a, a lot of good chances. So I think he will only flourish more and more. So, mm-hmm. so I think it's a good, it's a good season for him. And now um, defenders are beginning to be be scared of him because he's good in the air. He's also good with his feet. So I think he's someone to watch out for this season.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And I think that was very important. Like, it was a vital win for for Everton and for Carlo Ancelotti because sometimes, like, I don't think Crystal Palace, it's not, it's not so easy to, like, they are not, like, top 10, one of the top 10 teams, but I think sometimes getting three points at home to Crystal Palace, like, it can yeah, be really tricky. Yeah, it's kind of, it can be really tricky. And, like, it's they actually beat Man you like, for the first game our first game this season. So I think those are like really vital points for, for everything. So with how Everton has started like this season so far, do you see them making like top six?
1: Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I think they'll be there they're about top six. That's because six. They, they, they have they have a very good team. And so with them mm-hmm. the only the only thing that would have made me to be skeptical about them was squad depth. Yeah but again um, will I say, fortunately, or unfortunately, they are not in Europe. Yes, okay. and so it's just the Premier League and, of course, yes. the cups and all. So basically, they can yes. put all their energy and focus okay. um, into ensure in that I think they will also have an advantage when the um, against teams who go further into the um, like later the- stages of years of the UCL and Europa. I know because they just so because at that stage, what it means is they will always have like one week Mm -hmm. of full preparation for their games. And also, because Mm -hmm. of that, I think I think all things being equal, I think they should make top six.
0: Yeah, but if you just kind of that's kind of like I think it buttresses the point that this season is going to be really competitive because if you if you say everything's going to make top six, like who are you going to rule out for making the top six? Spurs, Arsenal, Man U, Chelsea, do you well, any of those teams not making top six?
1: As it stands, honestly, it's difficult to call. Yeah. It's difficult to call. Honestly, for this season,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: one, it's too early. It's
0: too early. And
1: two, again, I think I want to see how teams are when the transfer window ends on Monday. Okay, so I think that's when we can really begin to judge this thing. Because another thing that has helped Everton, in all fairness, is that which is, of course, is credit to them and the bodies. they did their business early. Yes,
0: they transferred. So yeah. the players yeah.
1: have come in and said to in and all. So, but you really don't know um, how the other things, like maybe Man U, Arsenal, will shape up after the transfer window. So I think we have to keep an eye on that.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, Everton's still on that. I think they're they topping the table now, but they have like nine points from three games. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, showing top with Liverpool on the yes, Okay, nice. Okay, cool.
0: So, let's go over to West Brom. The, that was a very interesting game also to see. Like Chelsea coming down from from three yeah. goals down there and they were <laughs> able to tie that game. How did you see the game? <laughs>
1: well, in all honesty, I think the draw was a fair result because... Yeah. West Brom uh, had the first half Chelsea had the second Yeah, but again I think it was a bad result for Chelsea yeah. and uh, Lampard, will, Lampard will know it because he was, he was the one saying he's inviting that he likes the pressure and all because of the investment Chelsea have made but you cannot after that investment you cannot lose be losing 3-0 in the first half to a newly promoted team he just can't. And I think uh, Lampard will know that the scrutiny will be more on him because he actually doesn't have an excuse anymore for this thing. And if you check again, he also, of course, has been knocked out of the Carabao Cup mm-hmm. by Tottenham. Yes, so, yes. that just puts more highlight on him. And this is, we are barely a month into the season. Mm-hmm. So, I think uh, he needs to get his act together because the games will just keep piling up. So, but kudos to West Brom too. It was a good performance. At first, I wish they were able to hold it, but okay. right. again, not. It's Chelsea. The firepower was. <laughs> I think Chelsea played that game with maybe two defenders. know. <laughs> uh, so yeah. the firepower was too yeah. much.
0: Too. Not a debut for Thiago Silva, who was at fault for the second or third goal, and also ended up getting subbed like midway through the second half, some thereabouts. He. It was subbed off and I don't know how I, I just feel like that's kind of what I talked about earlier for Chelsea I feel Lampard will have that problem to an extent trying to know okay this is my best 11 you understand because for any game that they don't win he will be at, at that place where he's going to like okay should I bring in this guy for because he has a lot of like the score depth is there now and even Pulisic and um and then ZH, they are yet to return. So when they come back, they are available for selection. Like, it's going to be like every game they play and, they, and things don't go well. Someone needs to, like, go to the bench for another person to come in because we're like, okay, this guy had a bad game. You know, so even during the midweek yeah. game against Spurs, I saw a lot of Chelsea fans trying to throw... Um, What's his name?
1: Macy um,
0: Mount. Macy Mount's like under the bus, mm-hmm. like, oh, I mm-hmm. don't know she's playing him and everything, why? You understand? So I just like, <laughs> for Lampard, he's really going to be tough for him because, like you said, Chelsea has made a lot of investment this summer, and any game they don't win, like, he needs to win games consistently. To be at that place of where it's comfortable to say okay this is my best team i'm going to stick with it but if he's dropping points and losing games then every week is going to be like okay i used to playing this guy again he had a poor game last week like it's going to be hard that's why i talked about and, um and harvard soon like if he goes like for a couple of games without like showing up then there will be that pressure like mm-hmm. why are you playing him just drop him or yeah, so I kind of yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, I, think I think
1: what Ramper needs to do, I think he needs to quickly get to find his first eleven, 11. and stick 11. to it. Yeah. Yes, you respect it because if he it's very easy for him to always to try to always tweak things, things every now and then. So I think he needs to just get his first eleven and stick to it because yeah. the depth is so much.
0: Yeah. So what a surprising or shocking result it was for Man City losing five two. At home, that was that was see, that yeah. game, man. I never you never saw that one, <laughs> you
1: know. not understand what happened in yeah. that game because they, they had a very good start, yeah. And then, so I think, of course, you can always see the penalties and the list that but I think Pep has to sort out his defense, yeah. and now it's becoming obvious that he's going beyond buying players. Yeah, because he has spent so much money, so, so much, much money on defenders. Mm-hmm. So I think he, he has to sort it out in terms of the structure of the overall team. Yeah. I know because uh, now this window he has bought two centre backs again, um, Ake and then uh, Rivendias. So I think in, I think he needs to sort out one. Um, they end up being too open. Two. I think they make very silly mistakes, and these things have um, undone his team a couple of times in previous seasons. So I think he needs to, I think he needs to sort that of out. Especially so, overall the team will still be there or day about. Of course, there's a lot of quality, but in order to rival Liverpool, and then um, considering they want to win the Champions League, mm-hmm. and they won't escape with that defence, you yeah. will be punished.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I still I still I still feel that was a very poor performance, especially considering five goals and I think three penalties. Was it three or two? Three
1: uh,
0: three penalties, right? Because I know that is, that is, that is two Man scored one. Yeah, Tell scored one, yeah. So and some of those penalties were just like clumsy mistakes by the defender. So I think that was very poor performance by Man City. Like Pep really needs to like I don't know, change something or talk to the guys or motivate them or something, but they can't just concede five goals at home and, like, for this season is going to be really competitive. And that's kind of one of the issues I've had with Pep. Even from last season, I kept saying, like, Pep lost so many games last season for, like, Irrespective of like, oh, you guys were not like you kind of, I don't know how to say it best, but I just felt he lost a lot of games. Like, he lost to Social like two times, he lost to Lampard, he lost to Anselina in the Cup, like, um, FA Cup. Like, he lost a lot of games. That was it, Anselina or Chelsea? Yeah, it was Anselina. Yeah, it was Anselina. Like, he lost, I think, they lost nine games last season, and that's a lot for com- compared to the, I think, two seasons ago when they won the league. Yeah. They were consistent. So, performance wise in general, I feel Man City they are not. Not up to par as they used to be two, three seasons ago. And I think they need to get back to that level if they really want to compete with Liverpool. So real quick, just for the sake of our time here, we'll talk about the yeah, Liverpool and game. No surprises, right? Liverpool are supposed to win that game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. They were, they were always the
0: favorites, so yeah.
1: favorites.
0: Yeah. I kind of feel I um, Arsenal had a chance to get back in the game. Not fail. like that actually happened. Where I, um, like I said, had a one-on-one with, but he played the show. Yeah, the thing is, with the-
1: Liverpool, you have to because you won't get you won't get you a get lot, lot of, lot of chances. chances. Yeah, I know. So immediately he missed that. I, was, I already knew that, that Arsenal could not get back into that game. I know, but yeah. it was a good performance by Arsenal. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah so they didn't give up. Well, overall, yeah. nice game.
0: Yeah, shocking results all over the place last weekend. You just um, to mention that Wolves lost 4-0 four, four away at West Ham and also frustrating frustrating <laughs> thing for uh, Jose Mourinho, like losing. Uh, sorry, drawing one-one at in, 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 in the last
1: minute, last funny, minute. minute. <laughs> if I didn't know better, I would have said maybe West Ham performed better without their coach because Moyes was uh, <laughs> sideline. <laughs> due to covid so, and. Beating wolves, <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, I really, I really don't know. I don't like but good result for them. Yeah, good result like for them. For Tottenham, I think they were just victims of this um, clumsy handball rule now. Yeah, this season that's confusing because there is no way that was a penalty. There's nothing the player. He wasn't even conscious of where the ball was. Okay. I don't know, So but I think they've provided some clarity. So let's hope it gets better.
0: Okay, yeah. Just um, lastly, we we'll just say that uh, for Sheffield G, we're still trying to understand if it's going to be like how the season is going to go for Sheffield because they are still here to get a point. They lost um at home to Leeds, well, you know. Yeah,
1: well, but as today now they've signed um, this Real Brewster from Liverpool uh, yeah. um, for their striker. Um, I think he will be their top nine because yeah. Yeah. they need goals now. Because now, obviously, I don't think you'll be able to start out. The, Issues and strengthen because I think people have worked out their their formation, so now they are sort of forced to attack and create okay. and actually get goals to win to win games. So I'm sure that's why they bought that guy and they need to sort it out because now the games are coming this weekend. Now they are meeting Arsenal at Emirates, mm. so it never gets easier. So you need to sort out your team. But okay.
0: Also, yeah, so talking about this weekend games, we'll start with chelsea Crystal Palace. So, Chelsea will be hosting Crystal Palace at Stamford Bridge. How do you say that? Do you, do you think Chelsea will be carrying well, on all cylinders just smarting for the defeat and for the draw? So, I
1: think yeah. I will, since it's Stamford Bridge, yeah. be a tough game, but since it's Stamford,
0: I'm <laughs> considering
1: what happened the last game.
0: Yeah. Because
1: the last two games now, Chelsea have not won. If you yeah. consider the Carabao Cup, so it's short at three games if you consider Liverpool. Okay. So, I think Chelsea will win, hmm. uh, I think um, they will go all out, I think they will They realise they need to, to get back to winning ways. and again, um, I had between, Lampard.
0: Have you seen any difference between the Chelsea of last season and this season? Have you seen any significant difference?
1: No, I have not. Yeah. You sure, I think Chelsea of last season was better. Yeah, Why? Because good. not in terms of the gameplay necessarily, but somehow last season, Chelsea always found a way to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, especially before the um, mm-hmm. lockdown um, period, the, the, because they always found a way to win. And now, and funny enough, the reason why I'm even thinking again that they will win is not even because of any of the new new players. Mm-hmm. It's because I had Lampard say that um, Pulisic will be on the bench mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll be available. So um, um, Pulisic is. Uh, I think we saw we also what he did when after the restart. I know, so I'm sure it will be a key game changer um, for them. So I think Chelsea
0: should pick it. Okay, yeah, I definitely. I would, I would still go for a Chelsea win, but I would say very slim. I don't see it being more than a goal difference. Two one three two one zero. I, I don't see Chelsea blowing Crystal Palace away. I, I, I see it because I kind of feel the Chelsea, like Lampard, is going to like. It's currently experiencing some sort of pressure. Do it. Might try not to show it and just look like oh everything is and talk like everything is fine, but. I feel when a team like Chelsea like this current Chelsea team is getting under pressure, I don't know if they have enough character to like have that composure to go out and show like, okay, yeah, we are better and we are better than this team, we can like beat anybody, stuff like that. Like so for that reason, I just feel like think about it, if Christopher scored first, like how how would Chelsea react? How would Lampard react? Like with that be like, wow, is it happening again? Or I don't know. I just feel like for Chelsea it's gonna be a tough game. It might end up being an easy game. Who knows? It's Crystal Palace. Anything can happen, but I'll just go for a slim victory because Chelsea they're at home. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to that game. It's gonna be the first game tomorrow. That's early kick yeah. Nigerian Nigerian time. Okay, so real quick it's going to be the battle of the tacticians so Bielsa against Peth Guardiola
1: <laughs> I'm really looking <laughs> forward
0: to that game what do you think?
1: Interesting game interesting game um, I think we have to do win. Mm-hmm. Um, again, win <laughs> again I, I, I love leads. I like the way they play but yeah. I still think so because of their defense mm-hmm. um, like especially if you look at the game now where they won and uh, full full hand,
0: Yeah. Full so
1: hand. I think uh, you can't always outscore. And if you play that format with Man City,
0: yeah,
1: you will get. You might get one or two goals, but Man City will end up getting four or five. Yeah. Because those yeah. gaps are what De Bruyne and Sterling leave for. Trust to take advantage the of
0: the those gaps. Yes,
1: exactly. So those gaps <laughs> are what they look for. But again and um, Bielsa is other. Uh, you can always pop up with something new tomorrow. Yes. But based on current form and trend, uh, I think mm-hmm.
0: City should win that. Yeah, I totally agree. I see... I I, I, kind of see this as a high-scoring game. Maybe 6 to 5 five-three. No. I don't see Man City considering like three goals again. I feel after what happened last weekend, the defenders, I'm sure Pep must have like... Must have like... Like maybe... I don't know the kind of treatment he must have given them but I'm sure he would have been very disappointed because like I said, there were a lot of like clumsy mistakes, especially with the penalties they considered. So I see the defenders trying to step up and be more cautious and more like disciplined. Yeah. yeah, so but I, I still see lead scoring just because like the way this the way Bielsa sets his team up so I still see lead scoring but definitely I see the right now with like a couple of assist and maybe one goal assist telling scoring to in this game so totally, totally agree Man City should take this but yeah it's going to be interesting then and the special one will be heading back to Old Trafford how do you see this <laughs> <concert>? <laughs> I honestly
1: think Tottenham will win I
0: see, this, I see this as the game of the weekend then. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I honestly think Tottenham will win okay. um, I've not been impressed with U. Yeah. I was impressed with Crystal Palace loss. I wasn't impressed Brighton. Um, with Brighton. and all. so I don't think they've got their to act together.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't. I think there's a whole lot of uncertainty um, mm-hmm. because the transfer window is about to end. Mm-hmm. I know because at the end of the day, all these things are not good for players. So, how do you expect a player like Greenwood to be fully focused when? is conscious of the fact that you're trying to sign them you're trying to sign Sancho and yeah. the, I think people need to know as early as possible. And I think that's one thing Totem have done well. I think they are done with that. now they've gotten their backup striker. Yeah um, that they were always looking for Vinicius from Benfica. Very regular T Oilberg and all. So I think they are so they, and I think Totem are on a very good run of form. They beat him with the, they played Sunday um Tuesday Thursday. Yeah. And always, of course, they knocked Chelsea out of the Carabao Cup. Um, the Newcastle game was because they had a lot of chances that they wasted. Of course, it was the silly penalty rule. And then their Europa League, you so Now they, they, they won convincingly 6-2, I think. You know? So, I think they are on a strong run of form. So, the only thing that might have given Man U an advantage is the fact that it's at Old Trafford, which is not as big a factor as before because the fans are no longer there. I know. So I honestly think I honestly think
0: that I think Tottenham will win. I'll take Tottenham to win. Yeah, as you know, as a Manu fan, I'm going to make the case for Manu here. I totally um like I, I believe it can go. Like it's a it's a big game. So with big games like both teams have like a a higher percentage of winning, maybe sixty, forty, like or maybe 55-45. So to an extent like either team can win this. So just I would say, man, you should be able to win or at least not lose this game. Because, like like you said, we've played badly to an extent against the smaller teams. But when we play, like, like equal, op- like, opponents at the same level with us, like, that's where you kind of expect both teams to, to come out and, like, try to, like, go at each other to an extent. And I feel it gives, like, it creates like opportunities for the likes of Masha, Rashford and Bruno to operate better because you kind of find more space for them to run behind like the defender so I just think like the performance we put in against Brighton and Crystal Palace might be totally different because even at that Brighton game you could see like some few moments where we had more spaces to operate and we're just devastating like we scored some goals that that was called off, off, rightly called off off, off, um, off because um, the, the, the striker was off. I think Rashford, like, twice scored, or Rashford and Greenwood, yeah, But so, But I just felt, saw, like, the quick, the way Manu players were able to quickly transition, like, from defence to attack and just get those goals. So, I kind of see that happening. Though, for Mourinho, you kind of trust him to, to plan for that. Because with Mourinho, he especially when it's a big game, he tries his possible best to understand the strength of his opponents and tries to mitigate that that strength. So I know he's going to plan for that. Too. I'm, I see him telling his players, as Rashford well, is going to try to do this, and Bruno, this mm-hmm. is all he knows how to do. So I needed to do this on Bruno. I need to say so I, I see him being like focused on like trying to like mitigate the strength of of Manu. But I just feel. It's like, it's sports, like, it's not, like, it's not, they don't, they don't have the best team in the world, It's still, like, they are still, like, they're almost, they're on the same level with Man U, so I think on that basis, I just, and it's a home game, I would just, I hope we win that game, and I still see a possibility where we win the game, there's another factor I was going to say is that Son is not fully fit, so he's a doubt, and I think Marie actually said that he does not want to lie, that he does not know if Son is going to play. I don't know if that's mind games, but to an extent, you can see that Son is not 100% fit. So, in a game where if you take out Harry Kane, most times you cannot trust Son to come up with the goods. So, I kind of see yeah. if Son does play and it's not totally fit for that game, then that is still an advantage for Marie because for Harry Kane, Harry Kane is deadly and good in the box, but sometimes you can actually do a good job on the hurricane especially when it's not getting enough service in the box so that's why because it doesn't have that pace to run in like to run and just be mobile and creates like just uh, creates more like um worried the united defense a lot i kind of wish um social would play Bailey, which i don't think is going to happen just because Bailey is very mobile he's quick he's fast and also that's my help because Mario might want to train like uh, Eric Lamella and Lucas too. He's very uh, pretty quick on his feet. And I don't know. I just see... I, 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 I'm really looking forward to that game because I think I'm going to enjoy it. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be tense to an extent because oh, oh. Mario, we don't want to lose to Mario. Mario doesn't want to lose to Manu. So, I just kind of... I look forward to that game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. So, then um, let's quickly... Talk about Arsenal Sheffield. So, how do you see that going?
1: I think it's not straightforward, but Arsenal will win. win I'm right confident. There. One, it's Emirates. Two, um, they are void from um, them. They, they, they just knocked out Liverpool. So, I'm sure they will take that confidence into the game. And Sheffield have been poor. Yeah, Sheffield has been really poor. Um, three games, three losses. Mm-hmm. So, I don't see them picking form at Emirates.
0: Okay. You see a Miran scoring.
1: It's a home game, so, so the thing with Birmingham is you you never can rule him out. I know, mm-hmm. so you, you never he's always a danger. So yes, so I think he will score because he's not scored for the past two three games. Yeah, I know. So, so yes, so I, I fancy him to score.
0: Okay, yeah. So Arsenal will be hosting Sheffield United. Sheffield United are still looking for still looking for the their first point of the season, and um, we don't see mm-hmm. that coming at Emirates. Then other games to mention. Everton, would they continue their fine form against Brighton? I've actually, like, I think Brighton, they've played well this season. I've seen the game, I saw the game against Chelsea and also the last, the one they played against Man U. Do you think they'll, like, provide any sort of, like, trouble for Everton? Or do you see Cavallo and?
1: I think they will, but again, Again, with Brighton, what I complained of against Chelsea was still... And what you said about, mind is that they still had lapses in their defence.
0: Yeah.
1: And with what we've seen from Everton this season, okay. I think yeah, there will be a problem, but I think Everton should, should win that. With Richarlou Singh, Cavalier win, um, James. And, uh, I do I think they should have more than enough to play. And it's a home game again, too.
0: Nice. Okay, so... Picking everything to win, then Newcastle will be hosting Burnley at Saint James Park. Do you mm. see? Him? What do? You that game. It's kind of hard
1: to predict some of these games. I think yeah. I'll call it a draw. A draw, right? <laughs> because <laughs> <we> just... <laughs> for both teams, I honestly don't know. They've just been off and on. Um,
0: yeah. What about I'm Leicester City? Thing. Leicester City will be hosting West Ham.
1: I think I fancy Leicester. Mm. Leicester City. Yes, I That's think right. and they are home too with Vardy. Um, I think Madison is almost fully fit now from his injury. Yes,
0: that was a
1: nice Man of... City. <laughs> yes, then after beating uh, Man City, I think they will have, they will a... have a whole lot of confidence. are too.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, let's see if the, if the 4-0 win over was by West Ham was a fluke. If they are able to provide any upset, okay. Then we have uh, Danny Ings will be leading Southampton against West Brom. Yeah, I think they should win
1: that.
0: Okay, Southampton to win Mm -hmm. um, West Mm Brom. Then Liverpool will be away at Aston Villa.
1: Yeah, they should win. Also, Liverpool should win that. But again, um, losing money to COVID. yeah, it mm-hmm. has a significant effect on the attack but I think, I think Jota should be more than able to maybe not feel his boots but at least do some damage.
0: Yeah it kind of sucks how like a player just gets the, the coronavirus and it's kind of like an automatic injury because I was just thinking about the impact on like FPL like fantasy players so like you had money and you just say oh he has coronavirus and it's gonna be out. So you have to like re-strategize or make some transfers. So that's why like for the fantasy league, it's kind of important you don't make your changes. You wait like to, <laughs> to do like few I don't know, maybe a day before the a, a day before the deadline. I,
1: I think with the way it is now, I think you should wait for like maybe two hours. Two hours before the deadline <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because yeah. um there are cases where it's during while the team have arrived at the stadium. The that's when the test results come out, and they right. just tell you you have to. see. That was how uh, with the Moyes and Issa Diop in West Ham, they were they they arrived for the game already. And also okay. the results came, yeah. so you just have to be very careful.
0: Yeah. So the last um, the last game here will be Wolves against Fulham also because hosting Fulham. So I, uh, I I don't think Fulham has actually won any game this season. Have they? No,
1: they've not. They wow. they the claim the, yeah. the, their defense has been has been shitty, it has it has been been messed and messed up, and they are saying they are looking for um the centre back. till so, now I don't think they've gotten anybody. So yeah. Well, I'm. Yeah. I i do not I think. Um, I think. Um, that should be a straightforward game for all.
0: Yeah, they've considered their are second on the table of like teams that have considered uh, the most goals. After mm-hmm. they've considered ten goals, just second behind West Brom, who have considered mm-hmm. eleven goals already this season. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. them. <coughs> okay. Yeah. So that's it for the. I think that wraps us wraps wraps up the games for this coming week games. Then we'll just quickly we re- um, talk about the fpl fantasy so are you what are your recommendations for this weekend who are you bringing in who are you taking out have you made mm-hmm. that you made that first Honestly,
1: what does this big my problem i am i may not make a sub. Is make a sub this week okay i mean my, my major concern so my issue is my major concern is when now uh, uh, so on paper um winner is a good choice because um, Crystal Palace and their next couple of games. But from what I've seen on the pitch, he doesn't seem to be somebody that will bring points. He's a good player. I know, but in terms of FPL points, goals, assists, yeah. um, I don't like what I'm seeing. So I'm not sure yet. I'm still looking. Maybe when I sleep and wake up, <laughs> it mm-hmm. revealed to me. <laughs> yeah. But for now, okay. yes. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, so I think that's that. Then, of course, the DCL, okay, well, I think I fancy Salah. You always fancy Salah anyway. Okay, you or still have Salah? Just, yeah, yeah, I do. I, do. Okay. Nice. I, do I know. So, my major issue is because um, Son is injured, so I'm not sure if he will play, so I can't really put him in my team. Okay, yeah, mm, so, that's a good point. Okay, yeah. I you know, got- will see.
0: Yeah, for me, I really don't know because I have Ari Kane, I have Jimenez, I have Bamford, then I have Podence, who I think is injured, so I don't know if he's gonna play. But so I think I might just actually end up because I did the white card. I used my white card last weekend, so I might end up. No, playing okay. him, Yeah, the way it is. Or <laughs> I, I currently don't. I don't have De Bruyne but I have Sterling. I have Bruno Fernandez. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. of bringing in the Brenner, but I don't know if I have enough money. So, who are you going to cap? Do you have, have you made a payment for, for your captain?
1: I give mean, Salah. Okay, you're going to captain Salah. The players to really wow, that would be good. Yeah, I think I'll just go with Salah. I think that should be sure this okay. or I might just risk it and give him cover. There we there we okay. Have you got the Brenner? Mm. No, 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 I don't. You don't no, have the no, yes, I'll just I'll bring Ivorian in after the international break. Okay. I don't like the I don't like the games this this period. So okay, mm. okay cool. All right.
0: so let's let's see how the weekend goes. And as we already know, the transfer window will be shutting down on Monday. Do we anticipate any transfers still going through? Is there any?
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> Of course, you have to always, for us, no, no, you have to keep tabs on the Awa and party. Yeah. Even though it has dragged on for so long. Well, I think, well, again, because today now it's all but confirmed that Mithorera um, to, to Atletico. Yeah. So because of that, I am quite confident, I think at least one must happen. One should happen. Because Mithorera uh, must be replaced. Yeah. So now I don't even know if it's Awa or party or if it's both. I know. So you have to keep an eye on that. For my view, of course, you're um, sitting up about um, Dembele now. I think they're okay. trying to convince him for personal terms. Okay. Uh, That's one one keep and eye on. Um, of course, uh, alongside um, Alex, there it is. Healy yes, I'm not sure I got the pronunciation right, mm. for the left-back position. Yes, so I think those are the major ones. For I think Tottenham, they are done with their transfer. And so the second striker, Liverpool, also same. Yeah, maybe for those guys to be more moving players on, but no incoming. Okay, no
0: incoming transfer.
1: Um, <laughs> Chelsea. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Chelsea, the Rice. We are hearing you are looking at the Rice, but I don't think West Ham want to sell. So. So I'm just hearing now this evening that they are um, also beginning to look at Thomas party too. Um, I don't know how true that is, but I don't think. I think it'd be hard for Chelsea to bring in the Rice without moving on. Well, they've moved Buckley anyway, so
0: I think yes, that quick. was really quick. I think to Aston Villa, right?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And then I hear the um, Bayern opened talks for Hudson or Odoi. I don't know. I think maybe it's going to be a long move for now. But I hear the... Apparently, um, yeah,
1: probably long with maybe an option or obligation to buy.
0: You know. Okay, thanks. So, for Spurs, I kind of... I I think they were being, they were linked with um, Screener, Inter's defender. So if they don't get Screener, do you, uh, I still fancy them going for
1: have, it. Well, I don't have any specific name after yeah. Screener. Yeah. Uh, Rudiger. <laughs> I don't see. But you. know some will go for Rudiger. Uh, okay. Rudiger has not, well, not adapted well to the English football. So I'm not sure he'll go for, and especially uh, if somebody like the way he has all been phased out totally. I mean, it's the likes of Chris Tenzin and Zuma who don't have close to his experience mm-hmm. that have kept him out of the team. So I think it will be touch and go. So I'm sure maybe now they will be scouting around like Everton now, Everton now are about to pick up this um, God Ben Godfrey guy from Norwich. Mm. Know, yes. So, but things a lot of things. So, it's There are things that will happen between now Monday that are not even on the radar yet. Okay. I know because now everything will happen very fast, very fast. I know for this thing. So, you won't, you just see a okay, club. We just announce a signing without room or anything. Yeah. For this thing, so. Alright,
0: yes Let's you yes, it so, it's going. I think that kind of wraps it up for today. It we'll just keep uh, our eyes and ears out for any new transfers that happen between now and monday it's going to be a frantic so two hours and for my year i kind yeah. of let us like get someone over the line but it's kind of disappointing i wish we started our transfer business early on and just kind of got our deals done so they could like have enough time to integrate with the players so yeah that's it for mm-hmm. today we we plan to actually have like a, a new podcast where we kind of review the games after the week so um listeners just keep an eye out for that on your on the podcast app that you use to listen to us make sure you sus- hit, hit the subscribe button so that way you get notifications whenever a new episode arrive on the app yeah so hey josh so it's nice chatting with you today again
1: same here always good All right, guys. So, have a good weekend. Thank you. Have a great weekend.
0: Yeah, make sure you guys stay safe. See ya.